Mackie, what is happening as far as the weird news today? Numerous women are accusing a nationally known acting coach of creating a fake stripper role as a way to get the actresses to send in videos. What? Wow. Uh, let's see. Speaking to uh, WAGA, uh, Janika Lachey claims that Tony Rowland told her he was working on the set of a show called Power. Later, Lachey and other women learned uh, from a casting director on the show that the role was completely made up. They additionally said Roland never worked on the show. Oh, my goodness. An anonymous woman sent her audition tape in, says she feels violated. Lachey filed a complaint with the Federal Trade Commission. So this guy's just faking to be a, like, like oh, a, a casting, casting director. director. Yeah. yeah. Got this big role show called Power. <laughs> it's a stripper role. You know, don't know if you're uh-huh. up for it. but you, you Yeah, know. go ahead and send me a video. Yeah, send in a video. You know. You, you might fit the bill. Go ahead and send something yeah. in. And we'll get back to you. <laughs> wow. Wildlife officials in Colorado shared a photo of a rare piebald squirrel spotted in a tree near Denver, Colorado. Piebald? Piebald. P-I-E-B-A-L-D. Piebald. Pie Colorado Parks and Wildlife uh, Northeast Region shared photos of the squirrel on Twitter. The animal has normal brown and gray fur on its tail and underside, but white fur on its head and back. So it looks, so it bald. looks bald. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The department tweeted, that is a genetic mutation causing varying amounts of white hair. Some can be uh, almost pure white. Others can be just patches of white, it says. So the rare piebald squirrel has made an appearance in Colorado. Keep them down there, Mackie, because we don't want them running around here wrecking stuff. Don't need any more squirrels. Invading into our space of, you know, the tame squirrels. (laughs) I wonder. And possibly chewing on your house. How they stack up against the red squirrels. Yeah. Oh, well, red squirrels are a little bit mean. We could swap out the red squirrels for the for the piebald squirrels. Maybe maybe. if they're a little bit more even tempered, we'd take them in exchange. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Not a bad idea. Trade. Get me the governor on the phone. (laughs) Uh, Authorities in Austria are investigating after a woman turned up dead in a tanning bed. Uh, A client who was waiting to use the bed discovered the 50 year old woman's body. Weird. So somebody's waiting to get into the tanning oh, bed. Oh, that is so weird. And there's already a dead body in there. You know what? I'm going to pass on my tanning session today. I'll let you guys figure this right. out. Just how hot are these lights? <laughs> uh, her, wow. <laughs> her cause of death remains unknown. An autopsy showed no signs of foul play, but officials are still waiting for results of a toxicology report. Investigators have noted the tanning bed was not defective at the time of the women's of the woman's death. Well, some people just die of natural causes, and if you sure. happen to be laying in a tanning bed at the in time, the tanning, yeah, you had a heart, heart attack, attack or whatever. Yeah. That was it mm-hmm. at the Grand Mall or whatever. You know, but depending on how many sessions at the tanning bed at the funeral, you know, uh-huh. she really looks good. <laughs> And who gets the sessions that are left on the uh, month-long pass? (laughs) (laughs) Something in the will, probably. Twice in the past week, reports of houses being damaged by large chunks of ice that fell from the sky. Wow. 
The first was in Palm City, Florida, where a woman was startled by a chunk of ice that fell out of the sky, crashed through the edge of her roof, and landed outside of the house. So luckily there was no damage inside. So far there's been no explanation as for where the chunk of ice came from, but a local meteorologist says it's definitely not hail. This is definitely not hail. We don't know where this came from, but... Usually it's from a plane. That's what we usually hear, you know, a chunk of ice fell off a plane. But here you go. Then a few days later in Wisconsin, a massive 12-pound chunk of ice fell out of the sky, tore through the roof of a house, and landed in a bedroom. The homeowner says he's lucky he wasn't hurt because it grazed him as it crashed through the ceiling. The frozen intruder came during a strong storm there. So there's a storm going on. Yeah. But the National Weather Service says it wasn't strong enough to produce a 12-pound piece of hail. Right. So then was there, there's a jet above the storm then. You think? Well, it could be. It's odd. It hardly ever hits inside homes or... So it wasn't blue ice, they say. Okay. But, I mean, that's usually the case, right? Right. Huh. Well, what do you think? Is the end of the end of the world as we know it? Snowball fight in heaven, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Wisconsin man allegedly stole $1,288 worth of Nicorette gum. Some people uh, steal TVs, big-ticket items. Others steal Nicorette gum, I guess. Police in uh, Burlington, Wisconsin, say a 33-year-old man allegedly stole $1,388.39 worth of Nicorette gum, anti-balding supplements, and vitamins from Burlington's Walmart. So that's what he's that's what he's lifting and putting in his pockets. Uh, Dustin Collins was charged with a felony count of retail theft, intentionally taking between five hundred and five thousand. That's how he ends up with that charge. Um, <laughs> if you're going to steal something, is it is it really going to be Nicorette gum? Really? I guess. And man sitting in a car in Harlem got shot and killed by a man riding an e-bike. So now, you know, amongst all the other killing and mayhem that goes on in big cities and the drive-by shootings, etc., now we got to start worrying about people on e-bikes? It happened on Sunday morning. The New York Post reports a 28-year-old man sitting on his silver Hyundai, a man riding a red and black e-bike, rolled up alongside, opened fire, victim pronounced dead at the scene, police collected multiple shell casings, no immediate arrests, and an investigation is underway. And they're on the lookout for a red e-bike now, I guess. Wow. What's in the weird news? Police are letting an Alabama couple off the hook for not wearing life jackets during a marriage proposal on Lake Tuscaloosa. Tyler Cunningham had just gotten down on one knee in his boat to propose to Mackenzie Boyd when officers pulled beside them in their patrol boat. Okay. The Alabama Wildlife and Freshwater Fisheries say the couple was then detained and asked for their licenses and registration, the officers let them off the hook with no tickets. Maybe as a wedding present, huh? I guess so. So the guy wants to... Wow. They're in the boat. No Making life it special. On. Thinking this is perfect. Yeah. We don't want life jackets on for this moment. 
Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah, you probably do. Yeah, <laughs> Down on one knee, it's probably not something you do in the boat every not day. super safe. Some people are still trying to figure out Zoom etiquette, Mackey. Yeah? Canadian lawmaker William Amos has made an announcement saying that he's stepping aside temporarily to seek assistance, quote-unquote, after his colleagues saw him peeing reportedly into a coffee cup during virtual House of Commons proceedings recently. The announcement comes after, this is the same guy that we had on the show before. He had stripped completely naked after a run during an April 14th Zoom call. You remember that, dude? Yep. Mm -hmm. But he insists both incidents were totally accidental. Well, sure. The footage was not visible to the public in either case. No footage of the urination incident has emerged as of yet. Two Canadian reporters tweeted on Friday morning that they had confirmed with sources that he'd peed into a cup while on the Zoom call. <laughs> this guy hasn't figured out Zoom etiquette yet, evidently. No. He's kind of living a uh, life on the edge, you know? We'll now just live on as the urination incident as it's become known. Right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. A Wisconsin teenager is lucky to be forgiven after breaking into an Airbnb house uh, where three sheriff's deputies were staying. The deputies were from Montana. They posted their experience on TikTok saying they came to their Airbnb in Milwaukee over the weekend to find a 19-year-old asleep inside the house. Oh, I see. Yeah. The Montana deputies were in Milwaukee for some emergency vehicle training. They say they forgave the uninvited teen noting he was drunk and made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just move it on down the line there, buddy. This is our room for the night. Still breaking and entering, isn't it? It's an Airbnb it... at somebody's house. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, people are paying about $70 to grab as many mannequins as possible in a weird heist. This definitely sounds like a unique experience. People in England are invited to pay about 70 bucks. Take part in a bizarre drive-through heist in which they grab as many mannequins as possible in 15 minutes. <laughs> Some sort of a strange thrill-seeking event. Okay, yep. Yeah. The idea comes from Roz Edwards, who runs a Mannequin, uh, a, a company that provides dummies for TV shows such as X Factor. They like to get their stuff from her. Okay. She's got a huge surplus of stock this year at her site. She also decided to pile them high and invite people to help themselves. The only catch is that you can only take what you can carry and what you can pick up in 15 minutes. And you can only have a maximum of five pairs of hands helping you. Okay. So the competition. That's quite a few then. Is, uh, yeah, you, if you got five, five hands, people, five set of hands helping you. And how much time you got? 15 minutes. Yeah. I don't know how far you got to go to your vehicle, but... Kind of a weird competition, isn't it? It is weird, yeah. Drive in, snag as many mannequins as you can, jam them into the car, and out you go. Right. 15 minutes later. Yeah. 70 bucks to compete. 70 bucks. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you get to have mannequins. You get to keep them, I guess, huh? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Yeah. They didn't really mention whether or not they needed to be returned. It'll be a TikTok sensation. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they're counting on making the money, evidently. 
How long has it been since your heart had a stress test? Uh, well, a little while, probably. Since since, since before, fall? Since before the procedure. <laughs> well, just in case you're looking for like an instantaneous stress test on okay. your heart, yeah. um, get out of the shower in the morning, put your pants on, and then open the bathroom door into the hallway, and then get dive-bombed by a bat. Oh, boy. See if your heart doesn't jump into action a little bit. That'll start her up all yeah. right. Because that's what happened to me this morning. The adrenaline kicked in, baby. And, man, then you know you're in for a fight, too. So the first thing I turn around and I think, what time is it? Do I have time for this? I sure hope I do. Yeah, yeah. Am I going to still make it to work after I fight this bat? And then I didn't want the bat to get to the other end of the house. So I'm thinking, got to keep him right here if I can keep him right here. So I just I didn't go and look for the tennis rackets. I had my pajama pants with me. I'm coming out of the bathroom. Yeah. So I went into action with that. <laughs> the tools you have yeah. sometimes will do Work it. Work with what you got. Yeah. After quite a bit of swinging and a lot of adrenaline moving, I got him to the floor. Nice. And then he was mine. Right. Pounced. Then you pounced. And there was, then I had him. Bam, bam, with the fist through the pajama pants. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, that, that did get your heart started. Quite a little uh, adventure this morning at my place. No kidding. Wow. What else is in the weird news? Uh, well, this is certainly an adventure. Uh, from Denmark, a Danish reporter has gone viral for her out-of-the-box news segment. Understatement of the century. <laughs> an out-of-the-box news segment? Yeah. Okay. 26-year-old Louise Fisher conducted a report for a local radio station at a swingers club near Copenhagen. Oh, I see. During the two-minute segment, Fisher decides to have sex with the man she's interviewing. Excuse me? Complete with the sounds of the... Uh, Excuse me? Engagement, yeah. What uh, moans, in the world? Moans and other sounds. Oh, my goodness. Her radio station tweeted out the segment. Oh, you're kidding. And clarified that the station approved of the unorthodox storytelling. Fisher said she's gotten a variety of reactions to her segment. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Including praise. And, oh, please. And some journalistic criticism. Some? Some, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't really think we needed that actuality, you know, <laughs> when it comes to telling the story. Right. Man, oh, man. No, probably not. You probably heard this on the news this morning about the teenager that uh, was pretty courageous and yet, I don't know, foolish at the same time. Security camera footage at a family's home in Bradbury, California. It was filming, you know, security camera. Captures the footage of a 17-year-old Haley Moranico facing off with a bear. The video shows three dogs in the enclosed backyard getting agitated, barking at a mother bear and her cubs, as they're perched on a brick wall dividing the backyard from the neighbor's property. So this brick wall kind of runs through on the property line. The other person's backyard is across the way. Yep. Mama bear and two cubs. So mama bear are usually pretty protective kind of thing. Very much so. Yeah. And uh, the dogs are coming in the backyard and they're uh, barking and chasing at the bear. Bears swatting at the dogs. The 17-year-old girl, Moranico, is seen running into the yard, shoving the bear off the wall, gathering up the dogs and bringing them inside. Wow. 
Moronico told KLTA-TV that she panicked when she saw the dangerous situation. The dogs were in, and she made the snap decision to push the bear off the wall. Luckily, it worked. <laughs> she walked away with only a minor scratch. Here, here's the sentence, Mackie. But she recommends others do not attempt the same thing. Right. Don't try you this think? at home. Yeah. <laughs> I know your adrenaline kicks up because your dog's being attacked but or being swatted at. Right. But, oh, man, good thing Mama Bear didn't really let her have it somehow because the bear could have come back up over the wall. Oh, easily. It jumped right back up on the wall after she pushed it off. Oh, my Or it fell off. I'll try to get that video and post it on our Facebook page. She's lucky because the cubs went first, and they exit off screen on top of the fence toddling down. Then she's left. If the cubs had gone the other way and... If Mama's Mama was going to have to protect protecting the yeah. cubs, then it's instead it. she wanted to take off after him. I'm sure. Oh yeah. So she didn't. Uh, she didn't want to get into the battle there. Stay too long. Wow. Yikes. Well, here we go. Former President Obama says he doesn't know where UFOs come from, but if they are aliens, he uh, hopes that they would unite humanity. Oh really? Obama opined on UFOs on a podcast. He's been doing quite a bit of podcasting. With New York Times opinion columnist Ezra Klein, ahead of an anticipated declassified military report on UFOs. Um, yeah, these seem to be pretty legit, all these things that differ. There's been some official reporting going on yeah. lately about it. He said he hoped it would bring people together, the UFO information, but acknowledged there would be arguments over everything from funding anti-alien weapon systems to new religions he said would inevitably pop up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Well, we like it. Uh, we like to enlist a little help once in a while here in the upper Midwest, Mackie. Yeah. High-speed chase in Wisconsin came to an end thanks to the Sheriff's Department's new bovine unit. The bovine unit. Yeah, listen to this story. Deputies in uh, Barron County pursued a driver 13 miles, so quite a chase. Drove off the road, the guy did, and tried to speed away on a farm. Unfortunately for him, he ran into a roadblock. A large herd of cattle ah. moved into his path, surrounded his vehicle. <laughs> They're like, where do you think you're going? At that point, he had no choice to, to get out and surrender to the deputies. They took him into custody without incident. Fortunately, no humans or cows heard in the incident. Right. The Barron County Sheriff's Department wrote on their Facebook page, We would be remiss. If we didn't thank the Barron County Bovine Unit right. for jumping into the fray when the vehicle came on to their patrol area. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. It's a far side cartoon where Officer Cl- <laughs> you know, Officer Clarabelle flash- flashes the badge. Right, exactly. Stop on the vehicle. Yeah. You're under arrest. What do we have going on in the weird news today? All right. A Florida man has failed in trying to get uh, out of an animal cruelty charge by using his stand-your-ground defense for killing an iguana. Mm. P.J. Uh, Nilaja Patterson is accused of uh, beating and kicking the three-foot iguana, resulting in its death last year. Patterson's attorneys attempted to have the charge dismissed by citing the man's stand-your-ground law. It says that deadly force can be used under certain life-saving circumstances. They claim Patterson was trying to keep the iguana from being hit by a car. Mm. (laughs) That seems like a stretch. Then it bit him when he tried to move it. 
Uh-huh. The judge denied that motion. I don't know why they'd go with the, you know, trying to save the iguana. Why didn't they just go, it's a three-foot lizard. It scared the crap out of me. Right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be maybe yeah. the defense I'd use. Yeah. There is no defense, I guess. If but. it bit him and he was retaliating, that maybe they maybe have some ground to stand on. Otherwise, it sounds like the guy just went ape on this Yeah, thing. he did. Yeah, it sounds like it. All right. Money for nothing. Don't you hate it when you spend a lot of money for something and get nothing, Mackie? But uh, that's exactly what this art collector recently did. He got nothing, and that's what he paid for. An invisible sculpture by Italian artist Salvador Garou. Now, it's sold for $18,000 at auction. It's invisible? Yes. While the invisible work of art is titled I Am, may seem a little, seem like nothing, because it is. <laughs> it's actually a whole lot of something, according to the artist. Here, listen to this. Now, Garou says the invisible piece of a metaphor of our time. That's, that's the way it starts. Okay. It's an invisible piece, is a metaphor of our time. He explains the void has energy that condenses and transforms itself into particles, in short, in us. When I decide to exhibit an immaterial sculpture in a given space, that space will concentrate a certain quality and density of thoughts in a precise point, creating a sculpture that, from my title alone, will take the uh, most varied forms. After all, don't we give shape to a god we've never seen? Quote, unquote. <laughs> all of that made a lot of sense, evidently, to the buyer, uh-huh. who, along with the invisible sculpture, can now display it anywhere he wants and also get a certificate of authenticity with the empty space. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'd like to meet the buyer because uh, my granddaughter Libby and I made a really cool Fortenda house the other day. Oh yeah, inside our own house. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that was it was for it was for pretend, just like that sculpture <laughs> for eighteen thousand. I'd take five thousand for the pretend house. Well, does though. anybody remember the story, of the emperor's new clothes? Yeah, I mean, basically that's what this is, right? <laughs> This poor art collector bought it, hook, line, and sinker. Mm-hmm. The emperor's new clothes. Faith in God, faith in an invisible statue. Pretty much the same thing. <laughs> Seems a little different. <laughs> a herd of elephants reportedly left a 300-mile trail of mayhem in approaching the Chinese, a Chinese capital home to millions of people. Chinese CC television reporting the herd of 15 elephants caused more than a one million one one million dollars in damages. Yeah, well, they're going to make some damage. They escaped a nature reserve in the Yunnan province in April. The Guardian reported no casualties to date. Well, you can see them coming. You can get out of the way. <laughs> in generally speaking, but the protected species has torn up cornfields, crushed barns, recently emptied a vital water tank for crops. I get thirsty on a long walk. Mm-hmm. Authorities aren't sure why the elephants left the reserve. <laughs> what was that line from... Uh... Anybody want to go to the Capitol? <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay, let's go. <laughs> what was that line from Rocky that uh, 
An elephant can create certain kinds of damages. That's a dinosaur. <laughs> you ever been hit by a dinosaur, right? <laughs> there you go. That's it. It can cause a variety of damage. Uh-huh. See? <laughs> Woman accidentally burned down her apartment when her trendy neon wall sign caught fire. I get uh, all the high art stories yeah, today, Mackie. Yeah. Sometimes being trendy isn't really worth it. Sydney Sachs, a recent graduate from the University of Oklahoma, was renting an apartment in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. But less than a day after she moved in, a neon sign that she purchased malfunctioned and set fire to the wall behind it, burning both the wall, her sofa, setting off the sprinklers, destroyed the rest of her apartment. Uh, Nearly everything in it basically had ruined. The trendy pink glowing sign read, Let's Stay Home. Well, she didn't evidently share the vision of the sign. <laughs> she shared this misfortune on TikTok where her video had been re- had been viewed over a million times. In it, she explained that she left the light on before going out to meet friends instead of staying home. Yeah. Thinking nothing of it, of course. And she added that the fire marshal said that he thought it was the sign itself that started the fire, not the outlet. Didn't have anything to do with it. It was a sign. Well, Luckily. Sign has a lot of heat to it. She had uh, renter's insurance that covered the cost of the damage. Nobody was injured in the fire. Thank goodness. Well, I feel like an invisible fake sculpture yeah. is not worth nearly as much as a killer neon sign. You know, the, that should go for big money. Well, absolutely, yeah. we got to get what it's worth, right? Sure, that eighteen grand for nothing, or something for a killer neon sign. 